0: Welcome to the official Farming Simulator Podcast. Your source for news, insights, interviews, and more. Brought to you by Giant Software. You can listen to us on our website, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Once a month, we'll bring you another episode.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Farming Simulator Podcast. My name is Lars Malchereck and with me is Chucky. Say hello hello well guys summer break is over and that means it's time for the farming simulator podcast again of course kermit is with us but we sent him to vermeer for an interview and you're gonna hear this guy a little bit later so for now it's just chucky and me Yeah, and aside from the interview, we have a few things to go. Like, when this podcast releases, it's just a few more days until Pumps & Hoses is ready. Absolutely true. Pumps & Hoses will be out there. And um, we've seen a lot of excitement for this uh, third-party DLC, we have to say, because it's made by Creative Mesh, not by Giant Software. And uh, yeah, we really want to know what you guys think about it. So in case you tried Pumps & Hoses already, or you're going to try it very soon, Let us know on social media or in the forums what you think about it, how you feel about this, and, uh, well, basically, is it fun? We think it will be. I think it's super fun. Like, uh, from every presentation that we've seen so far, it's looking really cool. It was also amazing talking with Frederick and Vincent uh, during Gamescom about it. Yeah, absolutely. It was a blast. And uh, this is another thing we can talk about a little bit uh we are back at events we had farmcon we had gamescom and well as of the recording of this podcast very soon we're gonna have twitchcon in the united states and uh, kermit will be there so if you are at twitchcon out there and twitchcon is still happening you're not listening to this podcast later go and say hello Mm -hmm. but that'd be nice yeah uh but aside from that let's go to the interview yeah, we should talk about it. Let's talk about the new format of the podcast first. We oh, right, right. We right, right. need to talk about that one. Because so after the summer break, guys, we changed a bit of how this podcast works. So, first of all, it will only be once a month now. So there's only one podcast a month instead of two. We will not have the FAQ anymore. Or maybe we're going to have some very important questions that we need to answer. But in general, we won't have an FAQ in the podcast anymore. The reason for that is there are actually two reasons for that. First of all, um, these podcasts are listened to weeks and months after we recorded them. So questions you might have, especially when it comes to maybe issues you have with a patch or anything, they are most likely already resolved by the time people are listening to this podcast. So... While they are listening to the podcast, they hear about problems they don't even have. And that might confuse them in case there is something, you know, up with their game or anything. So we don't want that anymore. We want to make the podcast a bit more timeless, so to speak. Yeah, we want to make it a little bit more timeless. And the other reason basically is that we change the way this podcast is handled. So moving forward, you're going to pretty much all the time have at least a guest In the podcast, maybe it's an interview like the one where we sent Kermit to for this one. Maybe it's someone from Giant Software, a developer talking about internal systems. You know, maybe it's a partner. Maybe it's a content creator. We don't know yet. We will see what happens. But that is the plan. The plan is to have a podcast a month and to have some content in there that's interesting for Everyone, basically, even for people who are not currently playing the game, because we have people, and this is uh, a very big part of the second reason why we got rid of the FAQ. We have a very big listening of people who do not play the game yet. So the FAQ is not that appealing to them, especially if it's months down the line. So we decided to make this podcast, as you said, more timeless and make sure that people who are listening to it, even without playing the game hardcore, get the context of what's going on in the podcast. So yeah, you're going to hear about news, you're going to hear about things like pumps and hoses or upcoming events. Of course, they are in the past as well, if you listen to this podcast in a couple of months. But we think that's something that's still fresh. We think that's something that if you're listening to it, you can go, oh, cool, that's that's when they were at TwitchCon or anything. So this is fine, but we want to get rid of anything that's really time-gated basically, and it's old news in like two weeks. The good news is, however, we're not getting rid completely of the FAQs and stuff. We just are doing these in the future uh, on Twitch itself um, as a regular thing um, like we've done in the past. But it's just not going to be a recording for the podcast. Exactly. I mean, we've done it with the German FAQ already yeah. because there's no German podcast. What we did is we had basically what we called the German Community Couch. Where we just had a german stream where people could ask questions basically in the same way the old podcast worked uh, but without a recording it was just them and us talking answering questions and that's it and we're gonna continue to do that in english and german in the future but it won't be a live podcast recording as it was in the past so this podcast basically is scrapped it's gone it's only that one that we are listening to now once a month and we are quite sure it will be super exciting in the future because these interviews, they will be amazing. And gonna be the awesome. one that Kermit just did with Vermeer and that you, you guys are listening to in like 20 seconds or something, you're going to enjoy it, I promise, because it's really good. So let's head over to Mr. Kermit and Vermeer. Yeah, let's listen to it.
0: Hello and welcome. We have Caitlin DeVries from Vermeer with us as our special guest on the Farming Simulator podcast today. Of course, Kermit Ball here with you all. We're really excited, of course, that Vermeer has already joined the Farming Simulator family. But Caitlin, uh, it's nice to have you here. Say hello to the Farming Simulator fans, first and foremost.
2: Hello, everyone.
0: So Caitlin, you're uh, with Vermeer. Can you tell everyone like what your position within the company is?
2: Um, well, it's different now versus when I started the project. So when I started, I was in marketing on our AR VR team and now I've kind of switched over to UX, but I have taken this farming simulator project kind of under my wing the whole way through just because I'm a big fan of the platform. So I kind of wanted to own it, and be in charge of it. So,
0: well, can you expand on that before we get into like the actual questions? Like, What has made you such a big fan of the platform and wanted uh, you to take control of of this project on the behalf of Vermeer?
2: Um, I'm a gamer at heart and I have played Farming Simulator in the past. So being the one that was kind of in charge of bringing our products over, I was like, oh, that's me. Like, I want to do that. So kind (laughs) of took ownership of it.
0: I love that because, I mean, I have a similar story that our community, you know, is very uh, well versed in at this point where I mentioned it to you before we started the recording too. like I used to play the game and broadcast myself doing it on my own. And now here I am uh, representing the company on an official podcast and talking to someone from a brand that our player base is super excited to finally have in the game. And we're going to talk more about Vermeer and how it got into the game here in a moment. So that's a really cool story to hear from you. And, and, uh, I know that our fans will like to hear that as well. Um, okay. So let's get into the questions now. Um, Vermeer is, is definitely, especially for me being the guy for the community in the Western hemisphere in North America, it's one of those brands that North Americans and Americans, uh, especially know really well and have been requesting to come into the game for a long time. So now it is out. The Vermeer pack is now an official DLC for Farming Simulator 22. Uh, on your end, did Vermeer receive any feedback from fans directly that they were excited about the the brand coming into Farming Simulator?
2: I haven't had anybody reach out to me directly, but I have been keeping kind of tabs on social media and comment sections and how people have been reacting since the launch. So it's been awesome to see how excited everyone is. Um, I know early on, like before we launched the pack, we actually did get a lot of inquiries through our contact form of like, hey, have you guys heard of Farming Simulator? You should really put your stuff in. And it was so hard for me to just like <laughs> sit there and not say anything. So I was like, oh, it's coming. I just... I can't spoil it. <laughs>
0: uh, I know that feeling all too well because it happens in reverse for us, right? Like, you guys are aware that we like this brand a lot, right? Like, can you get it into the game? Like, when is this going to happen? Is it going to happen anytime soon? And, you know, anytime a brand comes into Farming Simulator, we wish of course that it was easy especially as a fan of the game too like uh, it was as easy as just snapping our fingers and saying hi Vermeer do you want to be in farming simulator yes let's shake hands on it and get you into the game but at the end of the day uh to be realistic that's not how these things go and there's a lot of back and forth talks and getting legal team involves and things and things like that that you know Uh, definitely have to be talked about and uh, i'm glad that's not my department for sure (laughs) yeah uh, no kidding (laughs) yeah right i mean it's Um, actually
2: it surprised me how long it actually takes from like that initial conversation of hey we want to do this to launch because i think it's been like a three-year project for me
0: right and you maybe even like someone else at vermeer maybe knew about it for longer than that before they brought you in right because Mm Yeah, I know that feeling, too. Actually, one of our most popular podcasts from the last season is when we had uh, Martin Seidel, one of our employees on, and he talked about how brands get put into the game. And it can be like a several year process, even like upwards of five to eight years or more when you talk about, you know, how brands get into the game, because. The discussions, you know, start at some point, but have a lot more legwork that needs done in between those initial discussions and introductions before it can finally become the complete product. So you're right. It it, it takes some time, but I know that a lot of people are excited that Vermeer are finally in Farming Simulator. And I can also say that we're happy at Giants to have Vermeer as part of the Farming Simulator uh, family and community as well.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been fun.
0: Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that you feel that way. So (laughs) you've already talked about it a little bit. But uh, are there any other like farming simulator fans within Vermeer? I mean, our industries definitely overlap. You know, we're making a farming video game. And uh, while it's not ever going to be like a 100% representation of what real life farming could be, we do strive to replicate those processes in a fun and engaging environment at the same time. But uh, what are some of your other colleagues saying about Vermeer joining Farming Simulator?
2: Yeah. So like I mentioned, it was kind of a a three-year process. And I guess to elaborate on how it all happened, I guess one of our factory team members kind of offhandedly mentioned Farming Simulator to one of our board members uh, during a company event. And so they started thinking like they had never heard of it. The board member hadn't. And so they kind of escalated it throughout the company and it eventually landed in my lap. And I was like, oh, yeah, we should definitely do that. Like, that's a great idea. I'm surprised wow. it took us this long and so we have a couple <laughs> fans internally. I would say it's about 50/50 on people that at least know the game, some that have played it, and then some that it was totally new to but they were very excited about it.
0: Right. That that's really cool to me because I mean it, th- there's definitely overlap. It, I surprise people so like I do a lot of interviews with people also within like video game journalism mm-hmm. as part of my job. And so maybe they they're aware of like a new launch of our game or like a new DLC or something. And they want to have a discussion about, you know, the video game product itself. But a question that I get asked a lot is like, do you guys have real farmers that play your game? Oh, yeah. And. And we do like we Mm -hmm. have so many that like farm the fields all day and then come in at night and play Farming Simulator to relax. And that blows most people away when I tell them that. Um, Yeah. And there's definitely some overlap. So it's also good to know that like people that are working on the equipment that gets put into the game for Vermeer and probably assumably other brands, too, are also fans of Farming Simulator already. So to now hear the story that it was one of your factory workers just offhand mentioning, Mm -hmm. hey, you should think about this, and it became this you know year long process to finally get Vermeer in the game. That's really cool to me.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think uh, too, like it coming to me was definitely helpful. Not, I don't want to put myself on this pedestal, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, go, feel free. <laughs> because
2: I had some knowledge of the game and like the gaming industry, because I do play games, you know, in my free time. I think that kind of helped with some of those team members that maybe didn't know about it that were kind of hesitant of like oh, I don't know about this whole video game thing. It's like, no, guys, it's great. Like, you really got to just trust me on this one. So it kind of helped that I could educate them on kind of what it was and why we were doing it. And uh, yeah, and people got really excited about it.
0: That's really cool. So have any of your colleagues like mentioned Uh, About the actual digitization of the machines in the game, like now that they can see the product within a virtual world, have they made any comments on like how realistic these things are looking in in a
2: virtual environment? Yeah, I I think it exceeded their expectations, (laughs) especially (laughs) for, you know, the people that maybe aren't gaming gaming as much. They don't know how far graphics have come over the right. years so you know they just think video game and they maybe think of like Atari <laughs>
0: <laughs> Right, but
2: uh, yeah we've come a lot further so when people saw those final models they were like oh wow that looks like the actual thing it's like yeah they have a lot of really talented artists that are working on this so yeah it looks great.
0: Awesome I'm glad to hear that and it it's another topic that we've talked about before that I know our audience finds fascinating like how things are scanned into the game and now of course we also have like a dedicated team of audio engineers that go out and record the sounds of equipment too that's been vastly improved Mm, in farming mm -hmm. simulator 22 so now like when you pair the visuals with the audio and you like combine it also with like the environment and you're sitting in like the self-propelled baler uh, for example in farming simulator you almost can feel like uh, that sense of The experience of the setting around you and the scenery, like it all just kind of blends together and and improves that that feel Mm -hmm. of, you know, almost replicating what it would be like to actually be sitting in the machine. I find that to be really fascinating. Right. Okay, so people love the history of Vermeer when we actually like had the launch trailer for Vermeer coming in uh, coming out shortly before Vermeer joined the game there was a lot of history uh, about Vermeer talked about in that trailer but can you share any other history that we should know about the company maybe like the invention of the round baler or anything else that you'd like to expand on
2: um I think my favorite historical anecdote is so our founder Gary Vermeer like pretty early on in the days of when Vermeer was created, uh, would fly his fly his personal plane to deliver parts to customers.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Really. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of like it, it seems like um that's also how the round baler came around. Like so he actually like showed that he cared about yeah. the farmer, right? Like yeah. he was. He was, like you just told us, and I didn't know this before, he was flying parts to them. And then also in the uh, case of the round baler, he saw the need by talking to farmers to create something that made the creation of bales easier for these farmers that were having to feed a lot of livestock and and needed to bale their hay in a different way.
2: Yep. Yeah, I think we've definitely kind of kept that, um, oh, what's the word that I want to use? Kept that like, trait throughout our history of, like, right. focusing on the other other people and what people need and kind of making their lives easier. I think that's definitely carried through over the years. But, yeah, Gary definitely started that, and that's prevalent throughout the company, I'd say.
0: That's awesome. Uh, how many do you know how many employees Vermeer has at this point?
2: Oh, um, I think we're up to... 3,000 or 3,500. Wow, okay. So we have our, our headquarters in Palo, Iowa. But right. then we have a couple regional offices as well as some global offices. So we are a worldwide company.
0: Cool. Yeah, and I mean... That's a lot more than Giants has, and uh, we're growing as well now. We were just talking about it before the stream, how you know we have a U.S. office in the Chicago area, so you and I are uh, not too far away mm-hmm. from each other. Iowa <laughs> and Illinois border each other. In fact, Caitlin, uh, when I was moving from Colorado to Illinois, I had never been through Iowa in my life, and <laughs> yeah. I have to say <laughs> that it is some of the most beautiful scenery that I have ever driven through. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely beautiful. In fact, I was like, if giants were okay with it, I would just stop here <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just just find one of these farms back in, uh, you know, off the beaten path and just just make my life here because that's how blown away I was by like the rolling hills and just the the lush uh, farmland and stuff. It, it's a beautiful state.
2: Yeah, for sure. I and mean, you should, I don't know when you drove through, well, maybe it was like a month ago. So everything should have been green and,
0: Oh, it was very green. When I'm used to like, you know, other like I've been to Nebraska and Kansas and they're like not that far away from Iowa. But it's like a completely different world and what the landscape and the uh, earth looks like. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's crazy how much of a diversity there is in just that short span of the U.S. Midwest. And then when you get to Illinois and our offices in the Chicago area, of course, we're like heavily populated with people out this way being in the suburbs of Chicago. So, yeah, it's it's wild to uh, see how different it was, and mm-hmm. I maybe, maybe I'm gonna have to figure out a way to come out to Pella, Iowa, and and, and visit sometime so that I can experience Iowa again. I hope I get to because it was lovely.
2: Oh yeah, well I would say come in the. Uh the summer or the spring or the fall. Just don't come in winter. Winter driving is not fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't want to do too much driving even to get outside of
2: Chicago <laughs> area in that's the winter fair. either.
0: Yeah. The, right? So that's for sure. Okay, so um, the Vermeer ZR5 is the highlight of the DLC pack uh, for v- Vermeer coming into Farming Simulator 22. Uh, Vermeer has become really well known for their bailing equipment. But could you tell us why farmers, both real and virtual, should switch from the baler they're using into a self-propelled baler?
2: So it is fast. Um, you don't have to spend time kind of switching over your, your equipment from your tractor. Uh, it's all ready to go. So you just kind of, you know, fire it up and go. It's comfortable. So you have that front suspension that kind of isolates the driver from kind of the rest of the the machine so when you hit bumps it's not nearly as bad as if you were kind of sitting in a tractor with something connected right to the back on your linkage okay and uh it's automated so basically you set yourself up on a, ren- a win row hit the go button and it'll follow the win row automatically and dump the, fi- the bale for you when it's done so really all you have to do is just make sure that you stay on the path but it does a lot of the work for you
0: wow that sounds really impressive like in fact um the real life products you know i i would like to sit in one one day i've i've played it i've i've been in one in the video game now but you just made it sound like even better to actually experience the real thing i got to uh, drive
2: one when i was oh, working yeah? on this project well because i was like i need to go ask about it because uh you know martin was asking me a couple questions on some of the specs when we were creating models so i went to the engineering team and was like hey can i Can I drive one just so I know a little bit more about it? And they're they're super fun to drive. Like the zero turn is amazing.
0: (laughs) That sounds really cool. I'm jealous of that. Maybe I'll get a chance one day. Um, that's awesome. Is there anything else that you can say about the future of Vermeer engineering? I mean, we already talked a bit about how Gary Vermeer was listening to farmers and we know the history of the first round baler that Vermeer created. And now, you know, fast forward to present day and you have the self-propelled baler, the ZR5 that's out. Should we expect other revolutionary tech in that same spirit as the original round baler and the self-propelled baler?
2: Um, yes, I will say I probably can't talk specifics because everything's very under wraps, but yeah, we're, uh, we're always innovating and, you know, I'm excited for the future of what's to come.
0: Yeah. I'm excited. Like I, I, I know that feeling all too well, so don't worry people. <laughs> like I said, I talked to a journalist as well as part of like my job. So I'm sitting in your spot mm-hmm. when I'm being interviewed by them. And of course, they always want to push, like, what's next for the Farming Simulator, the video game? Can you give us any hints about what's to come? And we always uh, also have to keep things uh, under wraps. Right. And that was not an intentional bailing pun either. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'll go with it anyways. But yeah, I know that feeling all too well. Well, is there any other uh, things that you can think of? Because that was all of my questions. But is there anything else you want to share with the Farming Simulator community about Vermeer? Oh.
2: Not that I can think of. I guess, no. I don't I don't want to spoil anything or say something that maybe I shouldn't, but...
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I know uh, it, it, our fans are super excited that Vermeer has finally joined the game. And I hope that, you know, it's just the beginning of the relationship between our companies. And I'm really excited that uh, people like you and others within the company are already aware of the farming simulator brand and and know what it would mean for Vermeer to get into the game. And so I think the first step is done. It's into the game now. And as time goes on, It'll be interesting to see what Vermeer creates in real life. And hopefully you can start to get more of those machines replicated and put into Farming Simulator as well. But we'll leave those decisions up to other people, right? And uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll continue to do our job and, and have fun as well. So right. uh, Caitlin, thank you so much for joining us. First and foremost, it was a pleasure to chat with you. And uh, I wish you and Vermeer all the best in the future.
2: Awesome. Thanks, Kermit.
0: You're welcome. All right, everyone, that was Caitlin DeVries from Vermeer, and that was an awesome interview. We're going to throw it back now to, uh, well, myself and my colleagues, Chucky and Lars, on the other podcast. Take it
1: away, guys. Well, thank you, Kermit. He's still out, so we still can't have him for the end of this podcast. But um, I think that was a fun interview, and I hope you guys enjoyed it because actually we did a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. Vermeer is certainly looking forward there, to the know. next interview. Absolutely do. Um, Vermeer is already out there, as you know. So you might want to grab that DLC. It's of course included in the season pass. So if you want to try out Vermeer, there's all reason to do it right now and well chucky and me we gonna go back to pumps and hoses and deal with whatever we have to deal with and for you guys i'd say we see you guys next time stay tuned and have a great day bye bye folks Bye.